Hello, everybody. This is Independently Wealthy. I'm the Wombat, Chris Wealthy. We're here, coming to you from Williamsburg, Brooklyn, from the Wealthdown Studios. It's Steve's apartment. How you doing, Steve? Pretty good, pal. How's it going? <laughs> good. You like these? I'm not, I, I like the NPR voice. I like when you do the NPR it, voice, because then you're like very participant... Particip- I, participatory? Yeah, you know, I participatory. That, that's the word. Yeah, you're very participatory, unlike the other intros where you're just fucking it up the whole time we, we did that last week and i kind of enjoyed my, my my tone my voice and i think i'm gonna let us know let us know if you like that it is rather uh, pleasant yeah before you email us rate and review the pod tell us how tell us what you think all right we'll get into this episode 37 uh so you're doing good steven you I'm ready doing to, great. Yeah, you're ready thanks, to dive into it ready whenever you, you had uh you had a good uh, week with your mom she was in town mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. cool um uh, in the Wealth Down Studios today, I am excited for this one. Uh, he flew in all the way from Chicago just to do the pod. My good pal, comedian, photographer, actor. Uh, what else does he do? He is uh, uh, going to be a dad soon. That's true. Uh, um, I, I would just like to start off by saying... Matt uh, Gifford! Thank you. Uh, I, I'm officially a fan of Steve's mom. I think she's a very nice lady. Oh, God. I don't think all this hate is necessary. You don't know it's anything. You, it's because you respect women that you feel this way? Mm. Mostly just your He does not people, respect yeah. women. That is... <laughs> <laughs> which I'm sure we'll come to find out. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, if but, somebody married you, they must. you must respect at yeah, least another woman. Yeah. Yeah. No, I You're married. At, right? at least one woman feels respected by me feels yes. that's good mm-hmm. <laughs> um but thank you uh for coming today well, thanks for having me uh, we've, excited to be here. i've actually uh, we, we've been trying to get him on but you were out doing something uh for a while and or you were in la uh and you were in town last big city boy mm-hmm. um we were just talking about this so we steve you can just sit to the side today buddy we don't even need you i ran a show with Big gif over here for two years. Yes, very indeed, the hot shit show, successful show in Park Slope. Oh, I remember the shit show. I attended you, a few of those. You were there. We were fun because we don't shitty. remember <laughs> the shit show. <laughs> yeah, um, I think I took several girls I was trying to date to that show because you, you never saw them again. Yeah, yeah. you wanted like, them to ghost on you. Yeah, they, they were always like, um, "Yeah, why does that guy seem so sad?" Oh yeah, Chris. They were yeah. talking yeah. about you. Yeah, you were probably kind of sad back then. Probably too. a little bit. Is there, <laughs> a comp- is there a competition between you two? Who's sadder? No, Chris would win hands down if <laughs> yeah that no was one's the, that was the case yeah i am the saddest man alive yes. uh it, uh, it was, we yeah so it was like two years we ran the show so you kind of know uh and we even did a podcast we, we attempted a, podcast, a yeah. green bay like packers podcast episodes, oh yeah you guys are both of, wearing green bay shirts that's uh, that's that purpose that's why we have a hard out today uh steven we got monday night football coming at you i thought it was live. on sundays i get another day are you, are you serious it's thursday nights monday nights and sunday and saturdays and at Saturday the end of the season it. well, so it's in not London just one day well, a week too, right? okay. that and uh well it's usually like during the holidays they'll do a saturday yeah, night yeah, game yeah. uh like all right i'm sure all your listeners know the rules um yeah they do they're sports fans they're real americans steve yeah your mom i'm a fan of you not so much um i am gonna become the new villain of this podcast i think i was so mean to chris in the last episode yeah yeah you didn't listen yet i let him get away with it because i was such a nightmare two Chris weeks didn't ago bite back at all so it just sounded like i was, was being so uh, mean like you're kicking a I sad puppy it. Yeah. yeah it was fine that's never happening again steven so wow. Actually, i mean and people, if you try it people really sympathize with you on that episode so maybe you should just keep your mouth all right shut. i'll just be the little bitch that i truly am make me the villain uh make you the, well you really are you and your mom uh but you're the scary so, cat. so matt knows what it's like to 
get into a creative endeavor. Mm-hmm. Is this a, is mm-hmm. Yeah, that I guess we're, we're kind of a, a kindred spirits to you because, uh, yeah, I've um, produced things with Wealthy as, uh, as well. And I, I know uh, the load that you have on your shoulders, and I don't mean that in a sexual <laughs> and way. And I, I wish uh, Chris would lift it off of me. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, so basically, I'm basically just good for booking friends on yeah. things. Yeah, he was a really and good booker <laughs> for friends. Like, he, yeah, he, he had better connections than I did, but I ran a better show than he did. So. Yeah. Wait, I, wait, so was it your show that Chris jumped on, or was yeah, it? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. okay. You yeah. asked me, though. I did. You I did. did ask yeah. me. Yeah. That's uh, true. But uh, yeah, if you want me to do any social media stuff, any mm-hmm. uh, you're quitting. Uh, oh yeah, anything that involves Plug- typing, spelling, grammar, in a cord into an obvious. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> input. It's just not going to work. Good low yeah. technical skills. Yeah, yeah. But I'm. I mean, that's. Do you have a computer class when you were in like high school, Chris? I need to take one now. Learn how to work this fancy iPhone I got. I don't even know. I don't even know how to screenshot on Actually, this new iPhone. There's to, no button, so how do you frank, screenshot? To be frank, you I just tell you Siri. Siri will do everything for you. I don't you. like talking to her. I don't yeah. like her tone. Siri does. I think so. you can change Siri to be a boy now. Oh, really? Well, gender bending Siri is a construct, man. Um, good, good yeah. Siri. Yeah, she, yeah. He prefers so, to be. So you, uh, yeah, you. I was. Was I kind of? I was. I a pain. You weren't a pain. Actually, I think the biggest uh, conflict that you and I had when we ran that show was that I that you were too good of a booker, and then sometimes I felt like I didn't get to, you know, represent equally uh, who was on the show. I felt like you would, you know, kind of overbook sometimes. Is so that, that was, really a is that really a thing that happens on shows? Like when you when you split well, when you, the hosting duties, you like, want, yeah, if you, you have a limited number of spots, so you have like eight people, something like that, or, or less, six people, and you know he's booked five of them, and I've told three other people they can be on the show, then it, you know. But what about what if the show is like killer and like Chris's five is like really good or whatever? Then is that going to bother you? Or again, it's really more just the saving face with the people I already tried to book. It's not Uh, about the quality because we were both pretty good about making sure that we booked good people. At first, when uh, Matt first asked me to join, and I think we got better at it as it went on. But like when we first started doing it, like I was so excited to be doing a show in New York. I just moved here. And I would just go out to comedy shows or whatever and just right. get drunk and book yeah. everybody in town. Well, that was the other thing. Uh, <laughs> is like half the time you didn't remember you told people they could be on the oh, show. That was fun. And then like they showed up and we're like, oh, cool. We have way too many people. Yeah. Here yeah. Right so what Chris you, Laker's here again. So, <laughs> Love so, the lake. So what yeah, do you do great. when you overbook by mistake? Just, I think we just ran You just have it. a long yeah. ass fucking comedy show yeah. and uh, it's sometimes it's fine. Can, sometimes it's boring. Can, and I, it's, can I ask what led to the end of the shit show? I think it was the bar's fault. It had nothing to do with us. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, the bar just, uh, like a lot of comedy shows in New York City, uh, comedy sometimes is the last... Bastion? Whatever effort for them. They're usually like a failing establishment. Right. And And that's why they're willing to let you book a show in there in the first place. And then, yeah. So Fifth Estate is not open anymore. No, No, it became another bar. Saltsies. And and then... uh, uh, and that closed, um, and now it's something else. Something else. Uh, it's just it's, a, it's nothing. No, it's I, a thing. Is it a thing? Yeah, it's I a walked thing. by there the other day, uh, last night actually. But yeah, they remember. we we had a great for a while for at least like a year and a half was uh, was doing really well. You know, we were packing the room out. Yeah, uh, but Chairs then yeah, like the bar uh, started. Uh, uh, like stop they would stop buying booze and like they would just have yeah, like three kinds Miller of liquor. Like, like so it's like no one's gonna. 
come to that shit, yeah. you know? Yeah. yeah. And the beer was like starting to taste funky and it was warm. It was disgusting. Yeah. They, just, they didn't put any money into, you know, keeping the place in good repair. So did, did you guys try to move it after that? No, I think we just had <laughs> kind of felt like it had run its, yeah. its natural course at that point. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I'm sure we were sick of each other, like yeah. Steve and yeah. I. It all yeah, two and a half years, yeah. It was, yeah. It was, it was, it was, oh, God, if this podcast goes for two and a half years, I don't know what, what kind of relationship me and Walter are going to have. Oh, God. Uh, hopefully, we'll be in a real studio. I might move to Chicago also. With Maybe. a real oh, yeah? producer. Is that, is that on the table? <laughs> Maybe. My sister lives there. Oh, okay. But I, uh, I don't know. I don't Just recommend it. <laughs> don't tell anyone yeah, in Chicago I, I said that, but I don't. I wouldn't, yeah, because he's like telling me, he's like, I'm going to ask Gifford to take you back to Chicago. With, and I'm Please like, take like him if I'm moving him. out of a city, I'm not moving to a city. another city. I'm going. But it's close to your Midwestern roots. Yeah, but I'm, I would just move back to Wisconsin. Yeah, if that's I was, smart. That's smart because I think the, the one of the big, uh, not to get serious, one of the big problems for me uh, moving to Chicago serious. is that. Uh, constantly, and I have been for like the last three years, comparing it to New York because it is another big city, and it doesn't measure up. It's like it's that girl you dated, who you can just never. All the other girls are compared to. Yeah, that kind of thing. Yeah, and, you uh, can't do that though. Yeah, but cities. So you is, if you went to Wisconsin, that's, you wouldn't because you're like, actually, oh, if I'm in Milwaukee, it's never. It's just not. Yeah, it's anywhere not close. Where Chicago's kind of close, so you do that. That yeah. makes. Uh, that's actually a good point you just made, Chris. You can't compare <laughs> things to other things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, you things to, and you, things. You yeah. have to judge things based on their own merit. It's like comparing things and apples. Comparing <laughs> things and stuff. Mm-hmm. You can't. <laughs> yeah. Two completely different stuff. Stuff you know? is different from things. Yeah. yeah. Um, so uh, what do you uh, what have you been doing these days? How well, do you like people Chicago? up? Uh, yeah, that's yeah. true. Got married in, in Chicago. Got a got a baby on the way, which is exciting. Um, is this the first time you've knocked someone up? Uh, the, yeah. Yep. As far as I know. Yeah, exactly. I was almost, I was almost <laughs> yeah, making a joke. Yeah, I'll say it for you. That's why I did that voice. Um, <laughs> exactly. Um, but yeah, I've been doing that. I've been doing some comedy still, which is great. And I uh, shouldn't tap the table, I realize. Um, and uh, yeah, that, that's been fun. Um, but, uh, you know, be, being a, a an adult outside of the New York comedy world, kind of trying to fulfill myself otherwise. What's the new, What's the uh, Chicago comedy world like? It's it's actually it's I'm, still very competitive. It's very. I'm surprised how good it is. Honestly, yeah. the audiences and from my experience. So you know, Chris and I used to struggle with even though we had a, a stacked lineup on a regular basis um, with just great comics. I mean, we had people kind of before they were big um, on our show and it was a free show and it'd be like, you know, pulling teeth to get people to the show. Whereas Chicago, the audiences are much more willing to come out, which is really surprising, especially in the winter. I think they get a little stir crazy. So they want to they be out and they want to see a good comedy. And they really do support comedy really well there, which is awesome. Um, the it, But it's also weird for me because I'm 40 years old and I moved there and a lot of the people that are there, they've come from like smaller cities. Mm-hmm. They go to Chicago first, then they go like New York or LA. So it's like a lot of 23 year old dudes. And I don't really, you know, blend well with that crowd anymore. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so it's been tough to like, you know, make inroads with the comedy community I mean, that's, there and things that's like that. Anywhere now though, like sure. as you get older, that's true. I mean, just old. Like I, yeah, if I, if I go to an open mic, in New York now, right. it's all like 23. And I'm like, I'm not going to talk to any of these motherfuckers. Matt, was your dream to become like a famous comedian when you were younger? Yeah, pretty much. Do you feel now that there's a point in your life that you've hit where you're like, I'm not going to be the famous comedian anymore? Yeah, I think that's... I think we both probably hit clear. that a lot. I mean, I, I definitely hit that a while ago, too. I but. guess when you see a bunch of like 20-somethings coming into the comedy scene, you're like, oh, this guy might make... Like, you guys have seen people. Your friends of yours have, have had successful comedy careers. And, and at what point you're like... Oh wait, 
um, I have a baby on the way and maybe that's my, I have to shift my focus. Like what, did, when was it for you that you decided that, like, maybe I'll just do this for fun? Recently, really. Um, and I think it's, it's another thing to be mentioned is that we've, we have a lot of friends who are also really talented who haven't made it either. And that's kind of discouraging when you see people that you're like, oh man, that guy's amazing. And maybe they're writing for something and they're not high profile. So they're, you know, quote unquote successful in comedy, but they're not, um, they're not you know, huge or anything like that. I think um, a lot of guests that we've had on this podcast, in yeah, fact, are yeah. some of those people. Absolutely. Like that are incredibly talented, funny comedians that, I mean, it's just, there's so many, especially now, like with that, there's almost like another boom, like there was in the eighties of comedy, like where there's just so many fucking people doing it. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. It's, I mean, it's, it's, it's like it's almost annoying too. like, and it's one now. of the reasons why, like, I don't even like telling people I'm a comedian, like mm-hmm. when I meet them and they're just, because when you do, they're just like, oh, uh, Stephen Ahn will fucking ring your goddamn neck. <laughs> oh, you're supposed, to be, you're supposed to lay there and take it. No, I'm not doing that anymore. I let you get away with it last week. And I know the listeners like it because I'm a little sub. I'm a little bitch. Um, but no, I'm a new man, and I'm not going to allow that anymore. But back to my... What was I saying? What was um, I talking about? Talking about the people that, that we know that are really extremely talented who haven't, uh, haven't quite broken through yet. And... Uh, and uh, I had a point, and you fucked it up. Wait, to remember Steven. your point. God damn it. I'll fucking kill you. I think you have to take some supplements for your memory. I probably just could stop smoking weed but every day. Back to the question Steve asked as far as like, when did I decide that it was just kind of for fun? You know, that has been something kind of recently because I do have a baby on the way and I realize that's going to be, uh, you know, time consuming and things like that. Uh, but also to touch on something I heard you guys mention probably 10, 12 podcasts ago is about the idea that. Um, once you kind of make that decision to just have fun with it, I think that's when things loosen up a little bit and you do get better. And I feel like that's happened for me as far as like, I'm connecting with audiences better and I'm really just enjoying the moment rather than quote unquote, trying to do it right. If that makes right. sense. So it's, it's actually, everyone says that better. too. Like, yeah. it's like, ah, when you don't care, yeah. like that's when, and you're, and you're yeah. having fun. I wouldn't say like I don't care, but I, but I definitely don't put so much pressure on yeah. myself to, to do it correctly. Well, you know, I think as far as success goes, shut up, Chris. Uh, I think success is like 50% talent, 50% luck. I mean, sometimes you just have to be in the right place at the right time, mm-hmm. to be honest. Well, I think it's also framing what your definition of success is and then and then going directly for those things, making conscious steps like, okay, if I want to be on this show, I want to write for this show or whatever, how do I get there? You know, How do I get in front of the person that makes those decisions, that kind of stuff? I really just want to not be a mover anymore, and that's that'll be successful. Yeah. For, that'll be success for me. Um, are we still doing the, the, the bone to pick thing? No, we stopped. Oh, we that can bring it back. Yeah, we can Jesus tell like how many episodes you are behind. Cause for one thing you brought twisted teas. I did as a gift, uh, which, which I was Chris got really excited when he tasted <laughs> which, it. Which saying, thank you. Chris said, Oh, I don't drink these. Anymore. <laughs> I said, thank you. I, I said, thank you. But you obviously, we could tell what episode you're on uh-huh. because I, I think in I one more episode. I thought it was an unofficial sponsor for a while because I'm on like like 29. With I was literally listening yeah. to the Will Winter episode on the way over here. It's and, it's the next episode yeah. is when we gave up Twisted Teas. Uh, but now I'm drinking one again. I think I'm back on board. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm glad this. I could. Do you, uh, are for you sober? I am. Well, is that an, is I don't that drink. A, is that a Chicago thing? It, no. Chicago. What do you mean? Chicago, that, they like, drink. Do you move, yeah, are you kidding like, me? You moved to Chicago and decided or you decided to, to, to not drink before you, you left? You stopped it, drinking it, here, right? No, no. No. It had nothing to do with the Chicago move, really. Um, it was just that um, my wife and I, uh, she was like, I'm going to do a sober August, not this past August, but the August before that. And I was like drunk and I was like, yeah, I'll do that too. 
And then uh, we did it and it just felt great. And I was like, I, I think it was like day 10. I was like, I don't think I'm going back. I, I feel I feel like I'm living I, life on no a cheat case. I, none, none. I wasn't going to drink because uh, like two episodes ago, I was hammered. For, oh, yeah. I got I came after the uh, to do the pod after the Packers Cowboys game. Oh, fun. So All I was right. drinking for eight hours before. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, just I was a mess. I was smoking cigarettes in the apartment. Like you tried throwing, to smoke a cigarette. Throwing stuff around. I was interrupting Brad, our guest, who's great. Brad uh, Hagen and yeah, yeah and great. then like the I'm like I'm not drinking anymore, and then Matt shows up with these twisted teas, and mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, why not? Yep, yep. <laughs> that's how that's, that's the old crazy. willpower wealthy. That's yeah. what we call it. <laughs> <laughs> that's a great nickname, willpower Will wealthy. I like power it. wealthy the wombat. I uh, you'll learn that the wombat, wombat yeah, is a new, a new nickname. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We got rid of George Jones and um, oh, the yeah. wombat. That's I like the George Jones. Yeah, economy. but that's uh, uh, giving wealthy too much credit. It's 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 uh, offensive to George Jones. Oh, so <laughs> did he write? Did he email he, you? He wrote the the, mail the, you the, uh, the family wrote me a cease and desist. Oh, that's <laughs> fun. <laughs> yeah, so I can't I can't do it. They're like, you are not talented enough uh, to, to be, be calling yourself Jones, that. Yeah. You're talking about a country music legend who had a drug and alcohol problem mm-hmm. and was very sad too. I'd say you're a legend he, in your own right. I think in I think my you've... group of friends, you think? Yeah. I'm a legend. I would say so. Do you think yeah. Welty's name is like will be written in the annals of of time? Is it annals or annals? Whichever annals one. Of his- the annals of history. Steve, gets I think it will words be, yes. wrong. Yes. yes, I think it will. Like be. You think when people say the the name Chris Welty, people in the comedy scene, they just know. I think people know who Chris Welty is. Uh, that's not true. They used to. Chris, let me ask you a question. If you enjoyed so much your sh- the shit show, why have you not put on a new one? I did. He did. I did. I did it. <laughs> for like how many? How many? Shows I went did you back get? to the 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 well down at the fifth estate. The fifth I'm, estate. Like, yeah. I'm gonna go back to back this to struggling well. bar mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. that I know. Yeah. Uh, and mainly, I was just going because I was dating. I dated a girl that lived two blocks away. Yeah, that's convenient. Yeah. Uh, but then she broke up with me. Mm-hmm. So that ended the show. And then like, it wasn't that, the low turnout. Um, <laughs> it was really the low turnout. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I tried. And I've tried to run a few other shows. It's Did you just, try to run it by yourself? Yeah. It's, it's, I think that's tough. That's one thing I've noticed in Chicago. There's like eight producers for every show, yeah, which is not. super confusing. But what's and, the benefit of have, of dividing it up? Well, just more. Just, there's so yeah, many things. There's, there's so like a handful work. of things you need to do for each show, as you know, with the soundboard and things like that. So you've got, you know, we almost always had uh, like Ben Owens of The Indicators was our sound guy. So he was running the levels on the, on the music and things like that. And just setting up the mic when you get there, setting up the chairs, helping with booking. Um, you know, if you're not feeling it one night, it's great to have a co-host so you can, you know, you can kind of lean on them lean on them a little bit yeah yeah i think like most shows now too we're just like all like four like oh it's ridiculous three or four comics so here's my question get a question it seems like it seems like you know a lot of talented comedians uh i am a talented comedian i know one too his name is chris welty yeah (laughs) but you know you you like that confidence i'm bringing but you say you know it's hard to get it's hard it's been hard for you lately to get booked on shows but you know so many people who who run shows. What's this like? Why do you think like it's hard to there's, get on these shows? No, there's a difference between knowing good comics and knowing comics who run shows. Yeah, because okay. most of the good comics that we know don't run shows. They're not running shows yeah. anymore. Or yeah, they anymore. just go to uh, shows. They they are. yeah, like all the comics running shows now are people that don't know the wombat. And yeah, that's uh, true. They're, they're all young they're guns, all like you know? twenty something. So it's not years like your old. buddies who like run no, shows. I see. Not at all. And if and if we do know those people, they're probably getting bigger people at this point. Sure. And know? and like, uh, but like these young, and that's the whole like, 
the, the whole game and the whole struggle with like getting booked again is basically starting over. Right. Mm-hmm. So like to Matt's point, it's like he goes to Chicago and he's got to blend in with the younger crowd. He's got to maybe get a haircut yeah, or a I hat or them. something. Yeah. yeah you got you to put some Rogaine on. those gray hair. You got to do the... <laughs> All uh, of these gray hairs. Or, 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 <laughs> I couldn't show those. I just have to wear a hijab, I think. Oh, yeah. Or what is it like the, uh, never been kissed or something? She goes back to school. Yeah, yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot like that. <laughs> it's exactly like that. That's, I just modeled my life around that movie. I've never seen. What's the uh, Portlandia sketch with the uh, oh, with Sedaris? Steve Buscemi or whatever? Oh, I don't know that one. Where he like? Is it Stranger with Candy? Like the same idea? It could be all that. Yeah, just yeah, like any yeah. any old just, person trying to hang I, out I, with I young okay. people. Yeah, I'm following you now. All right. So you have to do the same thing. You know, as Matt. I got to get back in there. All right. I and I know. Well, wait, Steven, wait, wait, you're hooking up with all these young you're girls. Really you're hip. I'm a hype beast. All right, I'm hip to the the big bongo sound. Uh, have you, okay, what, so have you considered is something that what a hype like beast is? like Sorry. jumping in on like Beauty Bar or something like that, where like uh, you know that do. It's a new crew, it's a new crew okay. but they're still Michigan guys. Uh, it's gotcha. always like been. I was thinking like any of these comedians who are leaving New York that do run shows where you have inroads, could you jump in on one of those just and pull a, what I did to you? Just like jump in, yeah. <laughs> It's like I'm just not gonna. I'm gonna show up. I'll get drunk. I mean, I'm you not do gonna... have booking clout. You know, good people. Yeah, That'd but I feel benefit. like anybody that I would do that would be willing to do a show with me now, like knows the same yeah. fucking people. Oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> like, I guess that's true. Like, yeah. at, at, at this all right. Point, well, you're right. Just give I'm up. Fucked. <laughs> it's over. It's over. It's, it's well, all on over. to the next topic. Just keep doing this mm-hmm. pod. Yeah. I mean, that's really like. I, mean, I feel like I, you I guys are hitting a hitting a stride. I also feel like maybe doing this podcast is your equivalent of hosting a show in a way because you do you have to book people and I like doing it though. Yeah, and you actually like doing it. That's the the fun thing is that like and I know it's like oh there's people listening like mm-hmm. instead of like doing a room at in a shitty bar it's like for three fucking people and it's like right. this is I'd rather right. be just talking into a microphone here, yeah. into a room with no one right. around it's the same thing this is what everyone's doing now it's like you either have Except a therapist or a podcast everybody yeah. I got both. <laughs> You're really great. coming up. Yeah. yeah, you have improved. I, I have to yeah. say this. So no, here's the thing. I mean, I, I'm getting better at faking it. I'm really well. Maybe that's what it right, is. But, but either way, give me some compliments. You used to be. Bring them on. Well, it's not so much a compliment as it is right. a bone to pick in a way oh, because pick because, pick because when I first it. started listening to this podcast, I heard like the Matt Wayne episode and I heard a couple others, and I realized that all the things that you used to talk to me about and Mickey about and some of our other mutual friends, and we would all give you the same advice, and I realized like, holy shit. Chris is just monopolizing everybody's time all the time and getting the same advice and doing nothing about any of it and not improving in any way. But then I figured it out. I was like, oh, look, he's got a, like 100 people at a time now. And maybe that's what you need is 100 people's undivided attention. And that's why you're getting better. So in a way, it's, it's a 100,000. Is it 100,000? Yeah. Wow, that's he, he impressive. He needs the attention and in order to do any change. Change, <laughs> change for himself or for a best friend? No. Change right. for strangers he doesn't know? Let's right. fucking do this right. shit. But I, I am happy to see that or hear that you seem to be doing better. But it was it was frustrating in the beginning because it's like just you, you want to shake him because you care. How you do know? you uh, looking at him now? Just like mm-hmm. a first glance, how do you think he's doing as opposed to the last time you saw him? Just by looking, not by listening. By the, well, I mean, the, I just saw him a few weeks ago, so it's oh. not fair. But, but I but I will say this: I, I thought of this. I wrote this down as a note of something to talk about. The first, like when I first met Chris, how old were you when you moved to New York? I met you in Wisconsin before. But, you came and visited mm, Mickey in Madison. Well, maybe. Anyway, how old to answer the question? I was 20. Okay. 
I was 22, 23. Yeah, I think 23. So yeah. we were walking towards our apartment at Fifth Avenue and 22nd Street. And I, and Chris and I just went to get drinks or something at, at a at a bodega and go back to the apartment to hang out. And I was like, how old are you? And he was like 23. I was like, holy shit, because he looked yeah. like he was 47. And oh. now he looks much He's better. So. Age appropriate, you would say? Yeah, yeah, I would say age appropriate. Maybe even better than that, actually. I look like I'm, I could be in my late 20s. And I think Chris has... Benjamin Butthole's disease. <laughs> what is that? Well, it's just where you age backward, but it's Chris Welty's version, you know. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, he looks so much better now, and he's he's. That's funny because somebody mentioned that the other day when we were going somewhere that I had Benjamin Button. Yeah, you absolutely uh, look and, younger now than you did when I met you. Um, for like sure. I feel more like Jack from Robin, oh, yeah. <laughs> from Robin Williams, <laughs> or Robin the Williams. Robin Williams movie. Yeah. Uh, Who had it worse, Jack or Benjamin Button? Oh, that's a good question, Stephen. You rarely ask him. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think... Would you rather be I Jack would rather, or Benjamin Button? I'd rather be Jack. Yeah. Accelerated but, forward aging? Cause, but, and, and that's a real disease, yeah, and it you, looks nothing like no, it's what weird. Jack would <laughs> They look like Jeff yeah. Dunham puppets. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> God, we don't want to offend them. Uh, what, we got puppets? The, the, uh, puppets. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, but I think I would be Jack. Like the, in that movie, so you not the die real at like life. eighteen. Yeah, that's a dream come true. You want to be Brad Pitt? Could now. you imagine dying young? Oh my god! Well, it wouldn't matter to you. You're dead. It'd be <laughs> amazing. Yeah. So uh, I'm away from this Benjamin. But butthole the Benjamin thing. But, butthole disease would be. Yeah. I mean, that seems awful. Like, but that's yeah. like a full life, right? I don't know. It's a I, full. I, I think it's a full life, but you're like born an old person. I think so. I think you Where did he? Him. I never. I've never seen this movie. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh yeah, way to reference yeah, a movie yeah. that you've never I mean, seen. I think that's in the zeitgeist, and people understand the reference. I think I have it right. Actually, just, here's a good one. Explain to Chris what the zeitgeist is. It's just just the general. I kind of, I've heard this word plenty <laughs> yeah, of times. Heard it. It's just the general um, cultural milieu general oh, understanding there's another word another you're one. gonna have to what is yeah. that? that that sounds made up it, it's basically uh the culture in which you live and you're me, in your surrounding you the milieu it's, it's a like a giant term. it's like a big cloud mm-hmm. all the shit and all the culture like references a, a, i think it's like a, i don't I, know that either. i don't it's like when people of, use french words in english i agree i don't think it should be allowed like, which is worse when like, people like, use, pick, pick a language when people use french words in english or when like white people <laughs> pronounce quesadilla like quesadilla at <laughs> 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 a mexican restaurant which one's worse i do like do you like ever hear the word accoutrement yeah it's not really a French word. I know of some French people. Really? Like, what, they're like, what the fuck is that word? And I was like, you know, the toppings. They're like, no, no, no. I don't know what that is. Isn't accoutrement is not limited to toppings? Though, well, it's right? like additional things that yeah. go with things yes. that go along. I've never heard this word. But yeah. a French person was like, nope, no, that's not nope. a word. So I guess Americans just made it up to sound cool. Maybe. Yeah, we're good. Did you get a French that. person on here, Chris. You know any French people? Uh, no, I don't. I don't think I do. Well, Alex is kind of French. Alex who? Robinson. No, was it his mustache? He did, that's what he, he said. He did a twenty-three and me or some shit. I oh, don't know. and he's genetically French. I guess. <laughs> Gross. So, <laughs> so, Matt, I have to ask. You've known Walty for a very long time. Mm-hmm. You must have an amazing Waltdown story. You know, it's the one that's been referenced on this podcast before. It's the punching of the wall at the oh, bowling you were alley. There? Oh, yeah, I was there. Whoa, yeah. whoa I don't you think were there. That bowling alley. Yeah, it was the one when he saw his ex girlfriend on a date, and he she went outside and punched. Steve Mich- wait, well, good for wait, her. wait. Now you have to tell it because I don't think it's. And, and they moved to France. <laughs> So you do know somebody French. Yeah. I've never heard this story. We've never told it on the podcast. We told it on the first yeah, episode. Yeah, you guys have talked about it. Mm, I mean, we can rehash yeah, it if you want. It's, we did. 
It's basically that he saw his ex-girlfriend on a date. It was shortly after they, they broke up and he played nice. He did. He actually did well in front she, of her. Yeah. She had no idea no, what none happened whatsoever. after. Which but then is he the most proceeded to get drunk by the penguin bartender guy at that is Brooklyn Bowl. Or, yeah, no, not no Brooklyn Melody. Bowl. Melody. That's Melody. what it was. That, yeah. Um, that guy's awesome. Yeah. He's great. And then he went outside and he got a real sad drunk and he went outside and punched a cinder block wall and somehow didn't break your hand. But oh, like he really punched it wrong. Is it was that, like, that yeah. story? Yeah, you, that was you, me. <laughs> that was the one that told you you're punching yeah, wrong, by the way. Because you could tell by his knuckles that he. That he, that he <laughs> yeah, because my know. like the the right side of my yeah. right Matt's fist. Matt's finally getting the credit he deserves. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He told yeah he told me that I was punching the wall incorrectly. You, you have no idea how many times you guys have been talking about something and you're like somebody told me and I'm like that was me and I'm just pissed <laughs> off. You should write in every time that happens. We need I'm sorry, I'm not. Well, I didn't know if he wanted me to talk about you or if it was okay. I uh, always like. Is there something that you true. really want to avoid, Chris, bringing up with you involved? Or everything's no. on the table for I'll you. Talk about we can talk okay. about your Me Too's and your. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I used to have a dog named Me Too. Like, no, no. That's true. No that's, fucking way. Yeah. That's so funny because I think. Did you uh, fuck it? Or? Another no. another okay. ex of mine. I can't remember if she said like her grandparents had a dog named me too or, Wait, or what, she did what kind of so i think this is a very common was, dog name it was a stupid dog name because it had a it had another dog friend in the in the family and everywhere that dog went our dog went so what they called it me too like okay. it isn't me also it was really lame i told you it was lame i prefaced it right. the fact that it was lame so hashtag lame hashtag, hashtag me too, me too. <laughs> uh, <laughs> do not hashtag this episode the, me too right that episode or that that story i mean that's like my biggest wealth that's about. absolutely your biggest wealth there's no, i don't think there's anything that's that's top that chris one. we I have was, i have to bring this up now do you think anything would ever enrage you enough to physically put your hands on a woman no, you don't uh, think a woman could ever make you that's mad enough? Funny that you add, like because I think I heard my neighbors getting into a little spat. Last yeah, that's night. hilarious. Um, so it's not person. funny. It's yeah. just funny. Like you're an angry person, but you funny. don't think no. The most of the time, my, all my all my rage is geared towards myself. Yeah, I wouldn't. I can't. See I'm I'm like I'm self destructive. I wouldn't like. That's uh, fair enough. Uh, yeah, hurt anyone. Yeah, I uh, I remember one time being I was in a fight with a girl I was dating, and she had made me so mad because it's the kind of thing where you say one thing and then when they respond to you, it's as if they didn't hear anything you just said for the last mm-hmm. five minutes. Mm-hmm. And I balled up my fist, and I was never gonna punch her. I looked at her wall, her drywall, and in my brain I was like, oh fuck, if I punch this wall, I'm gonna have to fix it. So I just like punched the ground instead. And the ground was like Did you punch wrong? Cement. <laughs> the ground was like cement with carpet on it. And mm. I think I I think I like sprained or broke one of my fingers. Uh, but in the moment I had the it's I like had a the street I, fighter move. <laughs> I had the lightning men- come up. <laughs> I had the mental clarity to be like, don't hit woman, don't hit wall. I guess hit ground. Yeah. And uh but but that was the last time I got angry enough to like feel like I needed to enact violence during a situation when I couldn't wasn't feeling like I was communicating and she wouldn't let me communicate. We, but uh yeah, that's very, I'm proud of you, Stephen. Uh, but we—I felt like a Chris Welty in that moment. I hurt my hand. We talked about we a little bit of Welty in us, whether we like to admit it or not. Especially those young girls these days. Hey, I, I have not. I haven't slept with anyone. First off, I hadn't slept with anyone in a while. I'm a uh, couple episodes I'm, now, but uh, mm-hmm. it's and and like all of these women are in their 30s. They're all younger than you. Yeah, but like by two years, Stephen. So quit saying young girls. It sounds fucking creepy. I guess you guys aren't doing the thing anymore where you drink when you say girls. No, I've been saying (laughs) women. Steve's the one that kept saying young girls. It's it's my fault. I'm sorry, Rebecca. I'm pretty rude. Yeah, I was going to say, I I agree with that lady, whoever that person was. Oh, you agree with Rebecca? Yeah. Yeah. On that, I mean, I don't know about anything else. but Uh, 
but I had a, back to the rage and we talked about this on last week's episode mm-hmm. where we were talking about being in a like a padded room like and how I would By love choice? like no oh. like like it just basically like you would he have said he would love a, to be in a I think it would be room. I mean I don't want the straight jacket uh-huh. but like I think if I ever like have some money I'm going to have a, a padded room yeah. in my house yeah. that I can just go like my little rage chamber right. where I can go in and just fucking pound on the walls you know, like I if think, anything's bothering me I think contrary like, to belief you shouldn't get to a place where you just need to let it out I think you should find ways to like dissolve it or not even get to that point because it seems kind of senseless for you to be like oh it's fine I'll take it out on inanimate objects as long as they don't take it out on other people it's fine no I actually think you should not be in a place where it's like oh I need an outlet for my rage no the whole point is to not get so enraged that you need an outlet will you make sure I, you edit out that burp I agree in, uh when you listen to this. I agree with Steve, except I will say that it's not as fun. What Wilty <laughs> wants to do is way more well, fun. Yeah, he, that read, I like the, the He release. absolutely should, you know, oh, talk, go to talk a, about his feelings. But go to a driving range if you want to whack some shit, you know? Yeah. Nah, golf ball's not big enough. Like, <laughs> that's, yeah, that's not going to do it for me. My friend, I, my friend and I back in like the 90s had an idea for a uh, business where you uh, paid to... Uh, no, it wasn't next <laughs> um, uh, But you go in and you break furniture and stuff. They have like a breakaway living that's, room or breakaway office. And they do that now. And I'm so uh, yeah, upset. Yeah. That, it, it's uh, like bottles know. and stuff. Yeah, it's like... like, it's like uh, a breakaway glass and all was that kind of stuff. Was there a show? I feel like there was a game show. This might have been a dream when I was a kid <laughs> where I, I want to say it was on MTV where you, you would like bring in objects or something that you like. Like it could Antiques be your TV. No, no. It's like, it's like <laughs> your, your prize possessions. Like you bring in a TV, like uh-huh. you're, you have a nice stereo oh, and man. then, uh, like it's a game show and then the other person gets to like break your yeah, shit. Yeah, if you lose they could they break you, your stuff. That was a real I show, I right? That. Yeah. Okay. I so. uh, do you ever have that like where you're like kind of remember a show yeah. or whatever and I'm like was that real or was that Absolutely. just a dream I had one yeah. time? Deja so that was movie. real. I felt that way about Alf for years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you thought you made Alf? I, I did about yeah. the movie Mannequin. I thought that oh, was yeah, a dream I could see that man- I had. Mannequins? Yeah. What is that movie all about? It's about It's about a mannequin that comes to life when you was yeah. it when, when you put a hat on its head or was that the show? There was a show that was like It might have been the show that I'm I, like it's I don't remember there's a movie mannequin that was a rom-com that where like I think the lady fell in love with the no what was it backwards Seems like somebody fell in love with the mannequin I think I remember there. the show yeah and then the show was like today's special or something I don't remember what it was called it was but it was something like that where yeah the mannequin once you put it was kind of like Frosty the Snowman when you put the hat on the mannequin they come to life write us in and then you have yeah. sex with it I guess write yeah, us yeah. in and, and independently it was a kid show it was great <laughs> <laughs> At gmail.com. Yeah. Rate and review the pod. Mm-hmm. Venmo. I, I emailed you guys uh, today, by did the way. Did you? I did. Um, but, Steve, uh, you need to be checking these fucking you, emails, You said man. like 12 emails email. or 12 episodes ago that uh, you, you nobody emailed you. I was like, well, I was, I'm sitting at work. I'll email you right now. But uh, do we, what about junk email? Read some of our junk. Do we uh, have any of that? I don't think I, I don't think we have any. No, right. Are you sure you're sending it at the right place? Did uh, we lose? Well, I said uh, whatever you said on the I, podcast. I got a new yeah. phone, so I haven't added the independently. Independent. Oh, you got a Gmail. Yeah, so you got a phone too. too. Yeah, that's okay. Uh, you could just ask us the question now. Oh, I, yeah, I, that, that's I, it. <laughs> it was a stupid email. It doesn't matter. Um, well, then why'd it. you send it? Well, because I thought it, it was funny week. at the time, and then I looked no, at it later. I was like, that's not good. Oh, boy, I've done that. Why'd you hit send? Well, it was later. Draft it, and then. Yeah, you know, then like That's maybe way too much that. energy. For do, you guys, do you guys ever? I do those timed emails sometimes where it's like I don't want to send something right away, so like I'll I'll sit on it for like 
Yeah, like, I need to like do more of that. 8.25 in the morning, send that email. And then like if I regret something I've said or I want to yeah. change it, you have the opportunity. Don't you feel like life should be like that where like you can delay actions you're like you do something but then you could like i believe uh, that's the movie click with adam sandler yeah. <laughs> yes yes uh do you I, often feel like click i w- i mean i just wish there was some emails i never sent mm-hmm. uh mm-hmm. um i, I feel maybe like maybe the sitting uh, down to write an email especially the benghazi ones uh but uh mostly ones <laughs> to my uh, uh my ex or exes in general yeah. just like what you send why them are emails you? after was, well you know it's I've really dumb text, no emails. i've done both but then i do this dumb thing where like all right i'm getting her out of my life i'm gonna delete because uh, I never delete the email address. Yeah. Like I'm going to delete Instagram, delete their Facebook, delete yeah. their number. And like, you know, I'll get drunk one night and then like something pops into my head and I'm like, you know what? Fuck her. I'm going to fucking send something and mm, like, I'll show her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then like who emails at 3 a.m.? Yeah. 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 It's a real, uh, yeah. You know, the wonderful wor- world of wealthy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's, I think, That's the wonderful the- world of a lot of people's lives. They just don't want to admit it. You're just open and honest. About yeah, I it, guess. What you will and and have done. Uh, have you ever sent an email you regret to a a lady, Stephen? I've sent lots of texts that I regret. Texts. Mm-hmm. Right. You don't yeah. do the done the text because see the once you've deleted everything and then well, it's like that's kind of the pathetic. I, side. Yeah, the, thing, like, the thing that I realized I did the most, which I wish I did not do now, and I've learned a valuable lesson from this is if someone wants to if someone wants to spend time with you or talk to you, they will. Yep. When you do that thing where you text someone and they don't text you back, so you're like, hello. You, you send another text that's like... Oh, God, I'm guilty what, of this. You, you basically fish for a response. Yeah. It, like, Ugh. honestly, if that person gave a shit, had the time, cared about what you had to say, they would text you back. Absolutely. Like, anybody who's like, oh, you know, sorry, I had a bad long week or a long day. It's like, no, 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 no. It's like... And this is the most valuable thing I learned from dating. And it's if somebody wants to spend time with you, they'll make time for you. And that's what I always said to you, Chris, about your last girlfriend. If they don't want to spend time with you, why are you barking up their tree? You're like fucking banging on their door. Because uh, the sex was good. Yeah. And you can get and, sex anywhere. That's and true. There is something very natural about about wanting and needing that validation from that other person where you can't get it. I mean, that's kind of the point of manipulating people and being withholding is because you know you are playing with their puppet strings a little bit, but that is one thing that's always frustrated with me, frustrated me with like, you know, podcasts and things, especially relationship uh, related things. They're like, I just can't tell if they're into me. And it's like, yes, you absolutely can. Because if they, if they aren't texting you, they aren't yeah, calling you, then they're so, not, they're it's not so easy. You. Like to, yeah, to tell you just don't, to, you, to you know the now. answer. You just don't want to, you don't want to know. Yeah. You know? Well, there is an argument to be made that there is the side of the quote unquote game where they're like, okay, I like them, but I won't text them back for two days because those are the rules. And blah, yeah, blah, blah. but that's beginning. once. Yes, yeah, that's, that's in the, the beginning. It's very it's antiquated week. and I agree that like it, it's... If kind you've of, been hanging out with someone for a fucking year and they're playing <laughs> that game, <laughs> right. then like... Yeah. Or even after a month. It's like, get the fuck mm-hmm. out. Like, or if they weren't yeah. in the beginning, but they suddenly are, it's, it, it becomes pretty yeah, obvious. Yeah, or if they have rules yeah. about like, oh, I can only spend time with them once a week because if I get, I'll get too attached. Blah blah blah. I mean, sometimes people put up their own safeguards for their own sure. reasons. That's fair. Well, Welty talks about how he doesn't like, he, you know, he doesn't want to jinx relationships and stuff because he doesn't want to think about them too much. I think that's a version of that is where you kind of put in your own roadblocks so you don't, yeah. so you don't obsess over it and then thus I don't ruin think it's it. thinking about it. It's not talking about it on a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but we talked about that before. Like, yeah. just like you're like, oh, I don't want to. I, I I overthink things in relationships sometimes so oh that's that's so definitely true about, especially know? like when i when i'm into someone then and that's when right it's it's bad. it's like that girl in beacon and you just you thought she was your girlfriend before you even met her i didn't think she, that's not true i was it, i think she just like told 
uh, our friend's wife, yeah. uh, Carolyn, that I was attractive. Yeah. And that was it. You and told I'm me like, about that. And I'm like, well, here we go. I'm getting married. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> Someone thinks I've I'm done attractive. That before. Like, Look, you know. And there's nothing wrong with getting overly excited, but you have to just gauge like and, how your feelings come off well, to other people. And the sure. funny thing about that is like, what was the, what was her tone in that conversation when she said that to to Carolyn, she's like, yeah, he's attractive. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah he's kind of cute. Yeah, he's kind of. Yeah, because like, it could have been like Carolyn's like, ooh, what do you think about my friend Christian? She's like, yeah, he's, yeah, he's cute. fine. Or she could have been like, your friend Chris is really cute. Well, What's yeah. up with you know, the yeah. other thing is like, you also have to gauge a little bit like. Um, if you what you could actually turn someone off who's interested by coming on too strong, yep. but you know that's a real thing for sure because Absolutely. like she could be like, oh, I really like Chris, he's really handsome, but then she's like, fuck, this guy texts me like five times a day. Yeah, like, is yeah. this what a relationship's gonna be available. like? And the yeah. thing is, early uh-huh. on in a relationship when you don't know somebody, you don't have the connection of like a friend of a friend who can vouch for you. It's like, oh, this is just how he is. I don't think I'm interested. So at least in this scenario, you have I, I respect that Chris has put roadblocks up because if he doesn't, he may go come on too strong, and that's fair mm-hmm. because some people are lovers, and Chris, you're a lover. And really? that's what you love strong, I you I was feel just a strong. Crazy person. Uh, well, We're love makes people crazy, crazy yeah. for sure. Yeah, but you know what I mean. I'm a lover. You hear that, folks? Yeah. If you're looking for a nice lover, he's a lover, and you're lonely yourself, <laughs> and <laughs> you want a man. Don't you have to love yourself before others can? Oh, uh, I'm wor- I'm getting there. I started. You you asked me to work on. La- this is going to sound so. I corny. can't. I I was actually going to bring this up. You were going to ask. This yeah. sounds. I'm I said, so, what's one thing you want to work on about yourself? Like change a thing about yourself. I'm trying to wake up in a better mood, mm. uh, which I'm horrible in the mornings. And I did have a couple. Of, I, had, I I was in a real uh, funk this weekend. Like didn't get out of my sweatpants and slept all day. Yeah. Which what well, it sounds like I'm not making any progress or actually trying to change these things on the inside. But actually. Uh, that was a little bit of a setback, but that's not the case. I've been waking up in the morning, and so I had a friend that a while back told me to start counting my blessings. Okay. It's and I got so mad at her. Is that like Thanksgiving where you everyone says what they're thankful like, for? Kind of like she gave me this sheet like that would like has stuff written down. It's this is so corny, and I fucking hate that I'm saying this. Yeah. Uh, and it's just like stuff that's like it asks you these questions. I need to bring. I have it somewhere and i or i have it at home and i need to bring it and we can go over it but basically it's just like a checklist of things like that i'm kind of like going over in the morning when i wake up and basically just trying to tell myself that i i love myself that's good the, i mean look it's so, so what this is lame. called chris i'm gonna give I you hate doing chris, it. i'm gonna give you a big word this is called affirmation this is just affirming hate, everything so you're that- using this in i know affirmation Okay, well, you're just affirming the things about yourself that you already know, but you say them out loud so that way you can remind yourself of those things. I was actually going to say a good piece of advice that I thought of since listening to last week's episode was something that actually helped me a long time ago is I met a buddy in college. I used to stress and worry about shit all the time. Like everything would frustrate me, girls and school and friends and all this shit. And then I, I met my one of my best friends now and I saw that literally nothing bothered him. Like I, the only time I ever saw him get upset was when his father was very ill. And he was going to die and he got upset. And that was the only time I think I've ever seen him shed a tear. But like really like nothing phases this dude. Like, and he always said to me like, dude, literally just don't sweat the small shit. And I was like, wow, let me just think about that. If you actually think about all the things you get mad about it's, and you realize, uh, no, but think about all the things you get mad about and all the things that like don't really matter. Nah, like, I mean, someone doesn't tip you on a job. What does it really matter? Like, that matters. Okay. It That's matters. That's not but, small stuff. But 
what is it going to matter to get upset about it? I'll like kill you can't him. you can't change that. So at a certain point it's like someone wrongs you, just like let it roll off your back because at a certain point sweating things that don't matter. Yeah, I get I get I get what you're saying. I have thoughts on this. Sorry. I, I want to bump it, to jump in here real quick. I think you're both right because um, it, it does matter that he doesn't get tipped. And that's, mm-hmm. It's perfectly understandable I to be upset that. about that. But yeah, Steve's right example, in, that, Steve. in that by getting upset about it, because this is something I deal with too. I get I have a little bit of um, uh, road rage issues and things, mm-hmm. not to a violent extent, but just where I get more worked up than I should over something that does truly doesn't matter. And I think the thing he's trying to say to you is if you – if you kind of keep that in, in check that the only person that's being hurt by this, by you getting upset is you, then you should stop doing it. Cause you getting upset doesn't change the tip and it only makes you raises your blood pressure. makes no, you and unhappy. I don't, I don't get that upset. I just talk shit about them behind their This back. is just one yeah. example though, Chris. I like, just I generally, in general, yeah, speaking, no, and I get what you're saying. And, and really it should be like more, uh, you know, with other people, relationships and stuff like that in real life. Just actually, uh, the next like, time something bothers you, just I want you to think about it and then <clears throat> bury it. I don't know. <laughs> I push it way, way down. Yeah, I don't know. And just next that's time you punch a cinder block, well, well, no, punch it right. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's pretty much it. That's I, the, the well, you know what advice. I mean? Just like say, oh, fuck it and just throw it out. No, but like I am. So here's what I'm trying to change is waking up every morning and and like and trying to tell myself that like hey man you're fucking all right you got a great life you got great friends and we've and you do have a relatively like, good life I, I yeah it's really not that bad no like i'm i mean it sucks like that i'm not we rich all, i want to be rich we all have I things be that we wish were better so in our lives fucking, but the, i want to yeah. be able to like go wherever and whenever and do that which is not going to happen for most people i think but, they need movers in most places you <laughs> just go move furniture in other this, countries this, this may okay. be really Moving simple abroad chris yeah. this may be really simple but if you start your day in a good mood like to your point you wake up you look at this list and it makes you feel happy about yourself start the it's day so off. corny i mean this yeah, list but it is, thing, it's, it's true. so Does fucking it work? cheesy i mean the cliches it's kind are, of been where and this is like i mean we'll see like you know how it works when something's really you know bothering me but i mean it's like some fucking eat pray love bullshit the things, the things that are really bothering you that are important you shouldn't just throw away and and not get upset about it like if it's a big thing you should you should feel those feelings and process those things and talk them through whenever you can if you do go see a therapist uh, then you should do that but he's talking about the little things that don't that don't ultimately yeah, matter but yeah, it's hard I mean, it's hard in the moment to to realize that and, and, and measure those things because your blood pressure is up and you are angry. It's, it's very hard to do it. And I think it only comes with practice because it's something that I deal with, like I said, on a, on a regular basis where yeah. it's just like, and also I, like, I've never seen you get mad. Yeah, never. Yeah. I don't think I've seen. I mean, you get honestly, mad. I think my biggest problem is I, I said in road rage, uh, but you probably never driven with me. No, um, I don't get road rage anymore, which is crazy. I drive yeah. all the time. So, it's just one of those things in the city. It's so fucking bad. I'm just right. like, whatever, I give up. Well, that's the thing, too. So just, that it, I was going to bring that up as a way to maybe you could frame what I've done to to help you out is that I noticed that when I would get most upset when I was in a hurry to get where I was going. Even if I was going to be on time, if I anticipate I that. that somebody in front that. of me is like going slow, even though the light's turning yellow, I'm like, you son of a bitch, and I'm, and I'm, I'm so mad. But then if I kind of check myself and go, okay, I have 30 minutes to get to this. You know, I don't need to be there in 30 minutes. It's going to take 23 minutes to get there. I don't need to be in a rush. I notice that my, my posture, I sit back. I'm not sitting up on the wheel. I'm not, you know, looking ahead at, all, at those things that do upset me. So I think if you can adapt that into the things that, that upset you, and you can kind of posture yourself, and as 
entering those situations, knowing how they're going to be and, and just being like, that's okay. That's cause that's how it is. And I can't change it. And my getting upset doesn't change it. So just posturing yourself in those situations where you get upset, knowing that they can be upsetting. Um, but just kind of sitting back and not allowing yourself to get upset. Does a, that make sense? A padded room still does sound kind of nice. Way fun. <laughs> way fun. Absolutely. <laughs> or at least fun. like a punching bag no, like would be I, great. I had, I have had some I stuff going that. on recently that I was very upset about. And there's a place that has a bunch of punching bags. I was like, I wonder if I could just go in there and be like, can I give you 50 bucks just to hold this thing for as long as I That's can punch it. It's just a gym membership. I yeah, think. but like <laughs> just once. I don't want to sign any paperwork. Just Are, give me some, tape my, my hands up and let me just punch this thing while men, you hold it. Men's anger, whatever, I don't know if it's testosterone or whatever, like why... Did you say we, testosterone? Is it not testosterone? <laughs> is that a person? Testosterone? It's not... It's I got testosterone. It oh, I love getting yeah. corrected on words. Yeah. What yeah. ethnicity you, do you think testosterone is? <laughs> <laughs> it's not... Te- oh, right. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> testo- I like testosterone better. Like it's... Yeah. I mean, it's fun, <laughs> kind of. <laughs> um, but anyways, uh, for like you know, in men, like that's what yeah. it, it's it's a fucking. I mean, women, I guess, have it too. We sure, we yeah. all have these hormones. Yeah. But like, like the whole fucking anger side of it, and just like, I don't know. It's like so hard to explain sometimes. Like just like the littlest fucking things that like drive me fucking I think crazy we've all been there. we like, all you know we all like <clears throat> and i guess you know there's women that fucking get angry too like i shouldn't just how about those women that key here. people's cars and shit mm-hmm. yeah or that's they, a or thing. they hit <laughs> what was <laughs> I, they hit? I had ex-girlfriends who who will my dad know, was, my dad was no, a battered husband yeah i know i've heard you say that but, uh, that's, that sucks to the point where like like cops were involved and mm-hmm. like and all that shit and yeah. it was very bad uh i mean i never like got hit or anything by right. her but still like watching your dad get beat yeah, up that's, isn't fun that's, that's and it might have something terrifying. to do with why i'm such why a little you bitch you like a little bit to do with it yeah i, I would i would be if you got you a little bitch in my blood <laughs> <laughs> yeah. my dad's a little bitch i'm yeah. a little bitch mm-hmm. it's genetic i guess is your uh, brother a little bitch too well he's still young we'll find <laughs> out mm-hmm I mean that's his mom. She ain't my mom, so maybe he'll be have a little mean streak in him as right. well. Um, oh shit, he listens to the pod. We should probably <laughs> your teenage brother. Uh, um, but uh, I was gonna say something like I get see. I this happens a lot in this podcast. Like I'll have something. I'm like I had a really good point. I was gonna bring up a really cool story, and then mm-hmm. fuck. Yeah, I was gonna say notepad. But there notepad. It is. Yeah, Empty. but see. Like I, and I told brain. Steve I was bragging. I'm like, Steve, I didn't write anything th- today because we got a good buddy coming in, and I don't need to. <laughs> He'll do all the heavy lifting. <laughs> no, just you like talk, the shit show days. You talk so much more today than you have recently. Me? Yeah, I feel like you've been. Oh, good. Yeah, in a good, good way. Good for me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, we are getting there. Um, we got a we got a hard out today, Steve. We got okay. a, a big game. We got to be at big Lambeau game. Field here. Mm-hmm. Uh, in about How 20 minutes there? we're gonna uber yeah well, I don't oh know and you oh, oh, oh i know what i was gonna oh. say to it it just came back to me it was about getting words wrong because mm-hmm. you told me that i got some i can't remember what the word was but i kept getting a word wrong in the podcast and it was killing you so if yeah, you want to correct me don't remember which that one was either I wish you had written that down because oh, or i had um oh wait 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 um i know what it was what was it i know what it is <laughs> I kept saying uh, we were talking about a CPAP 
Oh yeah, that's what it was. That's it's not a, it's a it's a, well, well, I was a saying CPAP is a machine. Were, yeah, I, but you know you were I you were calling saying, it sleep pap. <laughs> which is a way better name. It is a way better name. First it makes much all, more sense. I don't remember at all when Chris has ever said I don't said remember this, he this said it either, enough times but, that it bothered you. Oh yeah, he definitely said sleep pap like three times in one episode and I was like it's CPAP again was just I like me yelling sleep in the cut. I'm going to make way my better. own Who, is, Who needs a sleep CPAP? Me. No. I have a lot of friends. You know, snorers. People have a uh, sleep apnea. My roommate. Sleep maybe. apnea. Yeah, sleep Alex ap- needs one for sure. I think. Why yeah, isn't it sleep It should be sleep, sleep pap. It should be sleep I get right. it when they say you people, are can, right. when people can wake the dead with their snores. is no fucking joke. Like, Alex is so fucking oh. loud. When I just uh, stop breathing, it's great. <laughs> I have I a, do that. <gasps> <laughs> in the middle of the night, I wake myself up. Oh, yeah, it's fantastic. What is that like when, it. when girls are next to you? Uh, I mean, hopefully they just don't. just doesn't happen notice. often, so it's... Yeah, no, these days it's happening quite I'd, a bit. I'd yeah. rather do that than wear that fucking mask. Oh, yeah, I'd right. rather die in my sleep than wear that mask. <laughs> I agree. I'm, I swear to God. I totally agree. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I remember uh, at, at Mickey's birth, uh, not his birthday party, his bachelor party, um, I took a recording of Ken Fletcher and Dan Krieg because oh, they were in separate bedrooms, but it was like dueling that's snoring. A, that's a bad that uh, is a room to be. Power right house there. of snoring right there. <laughs> I've never heard anything like it. Those are like heavyweights. It. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> It was, uh, it was it was quite impressive, um, and yeah, they did the thing where they. I think Ken has a, a sleep pap machine. <laughs> I'm going to start saying it that way, and I'm going to enunciate it every time and have people sleep like, what the fuck pap. Are you talking about? It's a sleep pap. Sleep pap. Sleep pap. I'm going to get a sleep pap. Sleep mm-hmm. pap. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, oh yeah, I gotta. You know, that's another thing to put on the list. But who, who needs it? As far as like the internal stuff, I'm having fun out here. Yeah, we're getting better. You Actually, I find that. that the more you the more you loosen up about all like like if we give you like a list of things to follow, I need a I like it, a it, list. It, no, but it stresses you out. I think when you oh, it stresses me out. I know, That's right. You're I, right. I think when you have no list to follow <laughs> and you're just like, I'm going to do what I want, which is actually good for you because you I feel like you fall into this category where you're like, I have to I have to. I'm like, a free spirit. Well, yeah, you have to like fucking write between the lines or whatever. It's like you don't you don't want to do that. I feel like you actually are less stressed when you have like a less of an itinerary. Yeah. Less I go of, with the flow. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, I I, <laughs> I know what you're doing, you piece of shit. I don't live, know. What, live, I don't laugh, know what he's love. Doing. Oh, oh, yeah. Live, laugh, love. Live, yeah. laugh, love. Uh, do you have a? We gotta wrap this don't up. Do you have a, by its cover. You got a, a word for me? I do have a word. I do have a memory though that I also want to share. We're talking about you know earlier uh, how Chris and I met and that kind of stuff and and who he was when I met him. Uh, I don't know if you'll remember this, but um, this will be quick. Uh, and I actually walked past this Burger King today. Oh, I love this down story. In the district and during uh, the, the, Wall, uh, Wall Street. Oh, yeah, don't yeah. interrupt we, people's stories, we, Chris. We, we met at Zuccotti Park. I'm adding uh, for asshole. the Occupy Wall Street, and then we went over and got lunch. And Chris Welty was. He's. You're, are you still vegan? Is that? I'm vegetarian. Vegetarian. Okay. So, uh, but back then, uh, uh, Chris Welty was sitting there eating a triple baconator when the baconator had just come out. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I was like, I "You are an animal. Already. What is wrong with you?" And he's like, "I could." He says with a full mouth of bacon and beef, and he's like, "I could eat this way for like at least three more years." Is what he said. And I think you were like quite prophetic because probably I got three it out of my later, system. Yeah. You, yeah. I, I'll occasionally slide back in uh, to some eating a whole some pizza bacon, or yeah. something. Not really yeah. meat. I'm kind of. I'll occasionally. What's, what's your biggest food guilty pleasure? Oh, it's gas station food. 
Oh, are you still on the 7-Eleven kick when that happens? You used to love the Twisters. 7-Eleven, Quick Trip in Wisconsin. Uh I fucking love Wawa's. Uh I love gas station food. Yeah. It's probably my... I would like to disagree with you, but I can't. I'm being honest. Every time I go on a road trip, I have to get a corn dog and a Yoohoo. Oh, my God. Yoohoo? Where do you find a Yoohoo these days? Most gas stations. (laughs) (laughs) They're expired, but they're still... It's not even even dairy. It's just chocolate water. No, it's chocolate water. It's a chocolate (laughs) drink. If you look at the... I'm very well versed in Yoohoo. Um, uh, you were going to ask me about a big word. Yeah, give me a big, teach me a big word. So, and then I'll tra- give me the word first, and then we'll see if I can use it in a sentence or define it. You won't be able to. Well, um, let's, I'm still going to try. At the time I learned this word, I believe it was the longest word in the English language. Oh, wow. I wanted a big word, so that's what jumped to mind. And the term is anti disestablishmentarianism. So, anti disestablishment. Mentarianism. Anti disestablishmentarianism. Yes. Now that's when, uh, that's like, it's like not giving a fuck. (laughs) You got it. (laughs) I didn't get it. That's amazing. (laughs) Did I really get it right? Of course not. (laughs) Absolutely. It's like, I'm I'm kind of an anti disestablishmentarian. He he can't even say it correctly once. Right. I don't think it's real. Try to spell it. It's um, not even, it's not even tricky. It's like I don't want to allow spelling onto this segment you know, because it's so, uh, like, it's bad. It's like my spelling enough. is, yeah. uh, well, I know A-N-T-I. I was going to say, it's, it sounds, it's spelled exactly like that. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'll still get it fucked. I'll yeah. still fuck all, it up. All right, time. Matt. What is the definition of anti-disestablishmentary? <laughs> so anti-disestablishmentarianism <laughs> is being anti-disestablishmentarianism, but disestablishmentarianism was a... Uh, 19th century British movement to uh, by the, by the Liberal Party to disestablish the Catholic Church as the official church of England, oh. and so anti-disestablishmentarianism was basically the conservative um, uh, contingent of society that was against that movement. Matt, I would like I'd like to challenge you to mm-hmm. use that in a sentence. Use it in it um, without explaining the but like right without explaining um, the word without explaining. Well, because I feel like that's one of those no, words no, no. where if, can yeah, like if really, you're going to use it, in a yeah, sentence, you, I'm a big fan I'll of anti disestablishment uh, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that's what I would do. Yeah, exactly. Like, I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> that's a totally well. This anti disestablishmentarianism sucks, bro. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know. It's really not giving a fuck. I yeah, mean, pretty we're, much. We're going to change it to that. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, we can now. It's 2019. Yeah, you, you know, can, words can have completely yeah. different meanings. Mm-hmm. Literally, literally. Uh, I was going to bring that Stole up. that from the Goldman. Okay, yep. Uh, Saw the new special. special huh? yep, All right. It's pretty great. Uh, watch it. It's great. Yes. Plugging a very famous <laughs> yeah. comedian. So has far more listeners yeah. in a live show than this podcast yeah, yeah. has all year. Um, all right. So we got to get out of here. We got to get to Lambeau Field, uh, mm-hmm. the frozen tundra. Go pack. Go. Uh, will you uh, tell our listeners where they can find you? Uh, in Chicago, Illinois, not drinking because that's a big uh, activity out there. No, you can find me on social media, I assume is what you're talking about. I'm uh, yeah. giftography on uh, Instagram. One of my little side uh, things is, is photography. So it's G-I-F-F-tography, just like in photography. It's a play on words. Uh, Matt underscore Gifford on Twitter. Uh, and then just my name on Facebook and <laughs> Uh, you can email me at uh, independentlywealthypod at gmail.com yep. and tell me how you're much you love me. You're the only one checking it. Please email him. We need uh, we need to uh, get questions for Matt Gifford mm-hmm. at Independently Wealthy. Uh, Steve, do you have a quick plug? I got nothing. All right, cool. Uh, follow me at Chris Wealthy on all the social media platforms. Also follow Independently Wealthy on Facebook and Instagram. Check out our website, independentlywealthy.com. And as always... <laughs> 
Fuck, Fuck off, Steve. Steve. Go, Paco.